It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome, everybody, to the show. It is your host, Ash. Yes, it is your wonderful host. I am Robert, Robert Zakari. Here, Friday, the 11th. No, 13th. Is it the 13th? Jesus, the 13th already. <clears throat> ah. So we made it through another week. And those of you who are curious, let me just throw this out there. My girlfriend has not given birth yet. So I don't know if some of you care. But I had a couple people asking me, so I said I will share that smidgen of news. So no, she has not given birth it is still inside cooking although although i will give you something uh, a, a little personal and a little gross icky icky think <laughs> uh if she walks into the green room she's probably gonna lose her mind we're pretty sure she passed her plug. <laughs> that's that's what it's called the the plug the uh, this this plug this plug thing like your bloody show the plug. We're pretty sure that happened last night. We're pretty sure. We're pretty sure. <laughs> so. The doctor said, well, it's possibly a matter of days. I said, oh, that's nice. So there you go. There's your, I know, personal. But I had so many people asking me. It it almost got as much attention uh, from my staff and from uh, the email line uh, as uh, the Charles Manson being in the hospital. So I said, all right, I'll talk about it. So there you go. Maybe when we come back on the air Monday, I will have a child. He will be born. Or maybe not. But anyways, there you go. So ratings. I haven't done this in a while. We used to always do a ratings segment. On this program, we always used to talk about late night ratings and where everybody's at. Because remember, I predicted it here about eight months ago, and I'm uh, holding holding seriously, just steadfast to the prediction that Colbert uh, will be fired. 
within the next three months. I said it will happen in January. It's only the second week right now, but he will be fired within three months. Now, this week we've been talking about fake news, which is CNN. I mean, it's it's really all the networks, ABC, CBS, ABC, but we're focusing on CNN right now because of the BuzzFeed and CNN collusion. They're at the tip of our minds. Now, I always talk about CNN. And we've broken down the airports and the doctor's offices. And basically, they are the propaganda wing of the Democrat. And when the Democrats occupy the White House, it is basically state-run media. So, we tried to dissect. All of the changes in the media landscape of a recent. Rather, it's Megyn Kelly going from Fox to NBC or Greta Van Susteren going from Fox to MSNBC. And we tried to say, is it the media getting the memo that America is not that far left? Is it the media trying to get a little of that ratings boost? Or is it a combination of both? So, let's talk about CNN's ratings. And I think these are pretty shocking. I'm serious. I got the numbers here. I think it's pretty shocking. Now, we're going from November 9th to January 10th. Because that is uh, how they have tabulated this. Tweet, I guess you could say, from Trump. And it's funny because whenever Trump tweets, rather it's the Washington Post, New York Times, MSNBC, CNN, that little scumbag Brian Seltzer, what do you hear from all of them? Fact check, fact check, fact check. But somehow, <laughs> when Trump talked about CNN's ratings and the fact that they are tanking, you didn't hear too many people screaming, fact check, fact check, fact check. Because if you fact checked, you would see that CNN's ratings are garbage. Like, really, really garbage. And it just happened. It just happened. It's as if after Trump won, 
millions and millions of people seen what CNN was trying to do. And basically turn them off. So, November 9th through January 10th, CNN has averaged 645,000 total day viewers. Now you're saying, well, that's, you know, a little more than a half a million people daily. But listen to what it's compared to and how shockingly low their numbers are. Fox News. Fox News. The dreaded, evil Fox News. Had one point six million day viewers. One point six million. Day. Think about that. One point six, six hundred forty-five thousand. You're talking about a million-person swing. That's huge. And MSNBC is even worse. MSNBC clocks in at five. Hundred and twenty-five thousand. I mean, that's horrible. <laughs> I mean, that's horrible. So that basically means Jake Tapper, or I should say, the Hack Tapper. People are turning off. Wolf Blitzer, people are turning off. Chris Cuomo, people are turning off. And remember this week, I don't know if it was Monday or Tuesday, I kind of broke down why the media is so mad. And it has nothing to do with Trump and what he said about Muslims or what he said about illegals or what he said about Obama and not being born in the United States. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with money. It has everything to do with money. I mean, that's why you're seeing this really... There's this this sense. There's this sense that not just Democrats, but Republicans are setting up an impeachment. That's what it feels like. If you're reading tea leaves and you're 
seeing where things are going and the media narratives. And again, all of this has nothing to do with, oh, our, the safety of the country. and We're so scared. Money. Payback. It's all about money. And the fact that Trump is cost, rather it's a governor, rather it's a senator, rather it's a political operative, rather it's a TV station, rather it's a TV host, rather it's an executive, rather it's a corporate, it's money. Everybody in the Washington system wants the status quo. That's why nothing ever gets done. That's why we still have train wrecks. Because the safety system hasn't been put on trains, even though a bill was passed over 10 years ago requiring... All these trains to be outfitted with safety mechanisms to stop a train from taking a turn too fast, a conductor being doped up at the wheel. Because you have big corporations, whether it's Amtrak or whatever train systems are left. Telling certain politicians, you got to give more time. We'll donate here. We'll donate there. We'll do this. We'll do that. And then the politicians doing a big song and dance saying, we're going to pass this bill and we're going to protect Americans. But what nobody knows is they're giving the train companies 10, 15 years to put safety measures in place. It's the status quo. When you hear people talk about having to beware of the rich and wealthy getting in power because all they're doing is looking out for their own self-interest, they're looking out for their own wealth, they're looking out for ways to enrich them, what that is, is like a three-card Monty. Let me explain. If you're already rich, and I'm talking about rich, if you're Donald Trump, if you're Michael Bloomberg, you know, we're not talking about a couple million bucks. talking about a billion, two billion, three billion. Talking about that wealthy, okay? We're not talking about rich. We're not talking about your friend's dad who drives a $100,000 Mercedes. Those people...
are really not corruptible. Those people are not going to be making policies based on getting a Rolex watch or a brand new Cadillac. It's those people like Hillary Clinton who say, when we left office, we were dead broke. It's those people. It's the people who get in the politics who all of a sudden become wealthy. All of a sudden, they're worth X amount of millions of dollars. That's why it's a three-card Monty. So when those people are telling you, oh, you got to be careful. We can't have billionaires and these positions and we can't. That's horrible. They only look out for themselves. No, they, they already got what they got. It's you people. It's you people. It's people like Lindsey Graham who are 70 years old or 65 years old and they've never been married and they live with their sister. Those people, it's those people that when somebody dangles a free trip, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, okay. It's not the billionaires. It's not the people with trust funds who are like, dude, I don't ever have to work a day in my life. I do this because I like it. I want to help people. Ah, bull, they're just worried. No, they're, they're being legit. You know, whenever you see these corruption charges come out and you see these congressmen or senators getting jammed up for gifts and things of that nature... None of them are billionaires. When Tim Kaine was the governor, and he's taking gifts left and right, and he's saying, "Oh, you can't, you, you got a Donald Trump. He's a billionaire. You can't. I'll go all look at the 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 people he's picking for his cabinet. They're billionaires. Well, Lyndon McMahon, yeah, Lyndon McMahon, a billionaire." Runs a wrestling com owns a wrestling company. She's got what she's got. Trust me, WWE ain't gonna be making any more money because Linda McMahon is part of the Trump cabinet. What are you retarded? And you don't got to worry about anybody going, hey, we got this beautiful Rolex. Do you want what? Yeah, we have this fine fur coat. Hey, you know, we could give this fur coat to your. Stop, please. Please, I I own half a Connecticut. (laughs) Stop. So. What's going on with the media? It's all about money. What's going on with the Democrats and the Republicans? It's all about money. CNN's freaking out. 
they're being tagged as fake news. And now with their ratings in the toilet? And this is the toilet. When you're averaging 645,000 viewers a day, and Fox is at 1.6 million, that's the toilet. I mean, MSNBC is the real toilet with 525. But that's why Tapper did what he did. That's why Wolf Blitzer and Tapper, because what did I tell you guys before? How does it break down? So a year ago, two years ago, and some of you listen to this show, you might get a little bored of this because you've heard this. I'm sorry. Go get a hot cup of coffee for you new people. You're going, oh, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Interesting. I don't want to hear about your newborn soon-to-be child. Okay. You're Jake Tapper. You're Wolf Blitzer. You get paid to do a job based on numbers. Rather, it's a two or four, five, six, eight-year contract, whatever it is. And all those contracts have outs. The contract's based on doing a certain amount of numbers. Maybe it's based on doing 645,000 viewers. Maybe it's based on 1,000 viewers. And you get paid a million, two, three, four, five million dollars. Well, over time... If those numbers are cut in half, if your viewers are cut in half, eventually the executives aren't going to want to pay you the money that they were paying you when those numbers weren't cut in half. Eventually, an executive's going to say, hey, we've been paying you $3 million a year for 600,000 viewers. Now you're getting 300,000 viewers. We don't want to pay you the money we were paying for 600,000 viewers. So now you see all of them freaking. Now you see people like Jim Acosta acting like a mental patient at a press conference because now he becomes part of the story. And now people will go to CNN and go, oh, oh, I got to see who this guy is that got into a fight with Trump. I got to see who this is. Why did CNN and BuzzFeed do what they did? Because CNN's ratings are garbage. They needed people to talk about CNN. They needed people to go to CNN. Because no one's watching CNN. They were watching them before. But since the election, November 9th, CNN's numbers are garbage. And it only gets worse from here because this is daytime. How about the coveted prime time? Prime time. Now, just to cap off the average, their daily average. From a year ago, okay, take, take a whole 12-month cycle. 2016, Fox News and MSNBC have both grown roughly 30%. And you wonder why Jim Acosta 
is acting like a fool. Just because somebody doesn't call on you doesn't mean you could start blurting out whatever. I don't care how much you hate Trump. I don't care how much uh, you hate Republicans. At the end of the day, you can't say Trump was acting childish. He didn't start that dust up. He was calling on reporters. Jim Acosta initiated that. And at the end of the day, as he kept saying, I got to ask a question. I want to ask a question. Why should Trump reward bad behavior? Because from what I'm hearing, um, people on the left and others, Trump should have let him ask his question. So when he's interrupting Trump, Trump should have went, okay, well, Jim, here it is. So you reward bad behavior. And that's ridiculous. I know for eight years. That's what we've been doing, rewarding bad behavior. But just because we've been doing it for eight years doesn't mean it's right. And we have for eight years. That's all we've been doing is rewarding people for bad behavior. Rather, it's overseas. Rather, it's Russia, who somehow is the new boogeyman. Radical Islamists, uh, Black Lives Matter protesters or domestic terrorists, because I would call them domestic terrorists. When you're throwing rocks at a police station or looting a Rite Aid, that, that, that's, that, to me, that's terrorism, Okay. And because it's our own citizens, it's domestic terrorism. That, that's my definition. As far as prime time, CNN is last. In prime time, which is the most coveted spot, on cable news channels, prime time. And if you thought the numbers for daytime had a huge gap in them, huh, prime time is worse. So CNN during prime time is averaging 835 viewers, or 1,000 viewers. Throw that in there just in case people are like, 835,000. So that means Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, 835,000. You want to know what Fox does? 2.5. Three times. The amount of people watch primetime Fox cable news 
to CNN. Now, again, this just happened. I mean, Fox has always been number one, but we're just talking about November 9th through January 10th. I'm doing the fact-checking of Trump because this is a fact-check that uh, the media won't do. CNN's not going to do it. The K-File. Isn't that what their little uh, fact-checking crew is? The K-File, they're the ones that went after Monica Crowley. She plagiarized. She plagiarized. She plagiarized. We're the K-File. We're We make sure whatever Donald Trump is doing. Same thing with Brian Seltzer. That bald-headed goon. You don't see Brian Seltzer fact-checking Trump's tweet about their ratings, considering he's part of it. When people see Brian Seltzer, they, they, that, that's an automatic turn the channel. Brian Seltzer is a, is a commercial. You know, when you see commercials, you're like, oh, let me see what else is on. That's Brian. You see Brian, you're like, oh, little God. I'd rather, I'd rather watch it, uh, an ad for a Ginsu knife, okay? <laughs> that's, that's Brian. That, that, and, and, and now, hell, we, we can't just say it's, it's Brian, okay? It, it's the entire CNN staff. It's 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 Wolf, it's Cooper, it's Lemon. And remember, I said before, if you have people that have failed so miserably, and you owned a burger restaurant, or you owned a football team, wouldn't you get rid of the people? If your quarterback was just god awful for the year. Or your coach was god-awful for the year. Wouldn't you get rid of them? Of course you would. And for 16 months, CNN was god-awful. They were wrong on every aspect. And here we are. And the, the, the fruits. The, the fruits of the labor are showing up. Prime Time ratings. CNN is averaging 835,000 viewers. Fox News is averaging 2.5 million viewers. And MSNBC is averaging 911,000 viewers. See, people know when they watch Fox, it's a Republican-leaning network. People know that. And Fox, whether it's Hannity or Bowling or O'Reilly, Tucker, they don't lie about that. Sean Hannity says, I'm an opinion show. I'm a conservative. I'm a Republican. MSNBC, the people like, 
Matthews or Chris Hayes downplay their politics a little. I mean, of course, they're liberals, but they don't come out and be like, I'm a staunch liberal. Now, Rachel Maddow, she does. Rachel Maddow goes, I'm a liberal. So the people at home go, okay, if I go to MSNBC, I know what I'm going to get. Nobody's trying, so to speak, to not be partisan. When I go to Fox, I know what I'm getting. But here's the thing, and I've said this two years ago, CNN was always the neutral network. It was always the neutral network. Bernie Shaw... That whole click back then, during the, uh, was it the Gulf War, where you had that, the, the, the fat reporter that was like trapped in a hotel somewhere. Remember Arnett, I think his name was? I was like, you know, he's sitting there, and is, is he a hostage? What's going on? But CNN was always considered the one that was neutral. So it was like, all right, we know what we get with Fox, and we, we pretty much know what we get with MSNBC. Now, I know back in the Bernie Shaw days, there wasn't an MSNBC, but you understand what I'm saying. It wasn't Hack Tapper, okay? It wasn't Anderson Cooper, So people went to CNN because they got news. It was like the ESPN of news. Same news. Every hour. News, news, news. So you felt comfortable going there. You felt comfortable. Hey, let me, I just got to watch the news. That's why it showed up in doctor's offices. Showed up at, at, at car dealerships. Showed up at airport terminals. It was that thing that people put on. If they didn't want to put on some soap opera or the price is right. To give people news. And they didn't have to worry, uh, you know, about some partisan you know, they didn't have to worry about somebody being offended while they were sitting there. And then it's almost like CNN planned this. It was almost like they went, all right, well, let's suck them all in. Let's just suck them in with this uh, feeling of fairness, uh, you know, uh, unpartisan. Let, let, let's just keep sucking them in, sucking them in, sucking them in. You know, it's kind of like selling product. You're, you're, you're selling people this great product. People love the product. I'm not saying everybody loved CNN, but just roll with me here. You're, you're getting the people with the product. They love the product. Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a shirt. feel. It's great quality. It's all these things. doesn't bleed. doesn't shrink. And then the company knows they have, 
you know, 80% of the market. They're like, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, okay, use cheaper fabric, use cheaper dyes. Basically, cut our costs in half. It'll take these people a while to catch on. And by that time, we're so ingrained into their family. They're not going to switch shirts. They're not going to switch whatever product that we're selling. And that's what CNN did. So once they sucked everybody in, all of a sudden it was like they flipped the switch. And when you call them on it, they're like, no, no, no. What are you talking about? Opposed to MSNBC and Rachel Maddow going, I am a liberal. Come here, Hillary. Let me hug you. Give me a kiss. CNN's like, we're not part of it. What are you talking about? What are you mean? It's like, whoa, wait, stop. Wolf, Dana, you're, you're dancing with champagne. No, we're not. I'm watching you. That's not us. Who is it? Someone else. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So CNN did something. They they went through some structural change. So whoever's running CNN, I know Zucker. But there, there's there's got to be more. There has to be more. And trust me, whoever's running it, because there's someone above Zucker, is looking at these numbers, going, "All right, uh, okay, we're gonna have to do something," because. All of a sudden, we lost 20, 30, 40% of our audience. Where did they go? What happened to our audience? Okay, MSNBC and Fox are up 30% from last year. So did our audience leave us and go to Fox and MSN? Where did our audience go? Did our audience say, well, I was watching you because I didn't want biased news. But since it's biased, I might as well go to MSNBC now. I might as well go to Fox now. What's the point of staying with you since you're biased in the liberal direction, but you're going to pretend that you're not? which annoys me even more because I'd rather be with someone like Rachel Maddow. That's just my theory. But there's something going on in the famous words of our president-elect. Something is going on. When CNN and their primetime programming is at 835,000 viewers, Fox is at 2.5 million viewers, and MSNBC is at 911,000 viewers. And the same time last year, CNN is down almost 20%, 
MSNBC is up 41%, and Fox News is up 31%, which means the Clinton News Network was so partisan that people went, okay, well, I'm going to go to Fox, I'm going to go to MSNBC. At least they're honest. At least they're honest, which then brings me back to what everybody's trying to do to Trump, which ultimately is impeach him because it's business. has nothing to do with gay rights, tranny rights, fat rights, Asian rights, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. It's money. And if somebody took money from you, that's going to invoke something that is a lot more than somebody being, quote-unquote, mean to your neighbor. Do you really care if somebody calls your neighbor a big flaming homo versus somebody taking $100 from your pocket? Which one are you going to actually care a lot about? Exactly. The $100 from your pocket. So when you hear all these people, oh, with the control and how he's in the Republicans, no. It's the fact that you're looking at the bottom dollar. You're looking at your bank accounts. You're looking at losing 20 and 30% of an audience which means advertisers go, why are we going to advertise with you? Why would we give you X amount of money for an advertisement when nobody's watching you? And then, like I said, that executive then goes to Anderson Cooper and says, why am I paying you $10 million a year? What do you mean? Because, you know, you like the way my silver hair looks and you like the way that you know i i do those shows with andy cohen and and we take pictures of of each other on a beach doing these man pyramids okay great but i definitely don't pay you for that i pay you for people watching you well they watch me with you know kathy griffith yeah okay once a year i i i give you a couple hundred grand for that So what are you saying? Well, I'm saying is we're going to have to renegotiate, all right? No. Now, Anderson Cooper doesn't care in that regard. You know, he's got mommy money. He's got Vanderbilt money. Still, you get my effing point. You get my effing point. And among the key news demo, ages 25 to 54, Okay? CNN is down. While MSNBC is up 19% and Fox News is up 37%. So across the board, across the board, CNN is getting decimated since November 9th. 
Now, maybe next month, all of this will change. Maybe the, the big ratings bonanza of Van Jones going to Michigan and, and, and Ohio and crying. Why, why did you vote for Donald Trump? Why did you do it? Maybe that's going to be a, a ratings juggernaut. Maybe. What do I know? I'm a jerk off uh, on internet radio. I'm on Spreaker. I'm not on CNN. Okay? I'm on iHeartRadio. So I could be wrong. This time, uh, a month from now, the CNN could be through the roof. But, But I'm looking at numbers that show CNN dead last. Well, one place they're dead last. The other, they're dead second. Since we're on a ratings conversation and how it pertains to Trump and what you see going on with this investigation or John Lewis saying he is not legitimate president. He's not legitimate. He's not legitimate. More ratings news. Now, we're going to stay on this for another five or six minutes, and then we've got other stuff to get to. But my good friend, Tucker Carlson, and I said this when he was filling in uh, for Greta. I said, damn, Tucker's show is actually good now. He lost the bow tie. Because those of you, I don't know if you remember, he used to wear a bow tie. And he looked stupid. He looked ridiculous. Okay, he looked ridiculous. At stunningly ridiculous. Okay. Bow ties are just not happening. All right? Just not. Just not happening. Unless you're Louis Farrakhan, you know, the nation of Islam. The the bow ties are just not working. So, we discussed CNN and how their ratings are in the toilet. And the fact that CNN doesn't want to fact check when Trump says CNN's ratings are in the toilet or the Washington Post or all of the fact checkers because it's pretty harsh. Now, Tucker has been destroying MSNBC and CNN. But even more importantly, the whole, what's Fox going to do when they lose Megyn Kelly? Oh, no. And remember, go back in our archives. I talked about this. There hasn't been one person that's ever been created by Fox, and Megyn Kelly was created by Fox, who then 
left Fox and stayed either a success, became bigger than when they were on Fox. And I mean, I think the most recent and most glaring example of somebody who was huge on Fox and then decided to either leave on their own or get fired or whatever, it's Glenn Beck. I mean, Glenn Beck is, is, is pretty irrelevant right now. So I said Megan Kelly sucks. Megan Kelly got her gig because of Brett Hume. Megan Kelly was a manufactured Republican, a manufactured conservative. Roger Ailes, rather you like him, rather you hate him, whatever you want to say about him, he knows what sells. And he knew, and it still sells, that a hot chick, like a over-the-top hot chick, who loves guns, who's against abortion, loves God, but has great, big, massive memories. <laughs> Kimberly Gafoyle. And shows them off. Is a ratings boom. So if you can get a woman who could actually put sentences together and they're really hot and they're willing to show some leg, show some some boob. Remember, Megan Kelly did that GQ spread in a negligee nighty, whatever it was. If you're willing to do that and you could read cue cards and get taught the conservative philosophies, you're going to be huge. You're going to be a success. And that's it. And that's what happened. And Roger Ailes created a hot conservative woman. And I told you, Megyn Kelly leaving Fox now becomes a three in the liberal world because her program is going to be a liberal program. She's not going to be talking about Santa Claus not being black. She's not going to talk about Jesus not being black. It's not what she's going to do. It's going to be more of a liberal show. And in the liberal world, they got tons of hot chicks talk liberal trash. Tons. 
They got tons. They got tons of chicks with big boobs, long legs, blonde hair, talking up a liberal storm. So Megyn Kelly's just one of 50, 60, 70, 80. Whereas in the conservative world, it's Fox News. That's it. So, Tucker Carlson was slid into the Megyn Kelly spot, and he has destroyed all the competition. And I mean destroyed. Destroyed. Let me throw this number out. Carlson averaged 493,000 viewers in the key 25 to 54 demo, beating out the Bernie Sanders CNN town hall by close to 100,000 viewers. Bernie Sanders did 414,000, and Tucker Carlson did Three hundred or four hundred ninety-three thousand. It's almost a hundred thousand viewers. More people watched Tucker Carlson's taped show, taped studio show, than with Bernie Sanders. And remember, Bernie Sanders has Trump appeal. Because many Bernie Sanders voters, once he was screwed out of the nomination by Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party, went to Donald Trump. Well, not enough to watch him again ramble on about the same crap again. And as it pertains to Rachel Maddow, oh, Oh, Rachel Meadow got destroyed. 324,000 people in the key 25 to 54 demo watched her. So advertisers love the 25 to 54 demo. That's That's who they cater to. That's who they target. So in that demo... Rachel Maddow got destroyed. Bernie, I would consider it getting destroyed, considering he's Bernie Sanders. So, guess the Megyn Kelly effect really wasn't an effect. She was a manufactured woman. Okay? A manufactured woman by the great Roger Ailes that's it plain and simple plain and simple now overall the numbers are even worse for Rachel 
and Bernie. Like worse. So overall, including the key demo, just factor everybody in. Tucker Carlson did two point six million. Rachel Maddow did one point three million. And Bernie Sanders did one point three million. So Tucker Carlson destroyed Rachel and Bernie. Matter of fact, Tucker Carlson basically beat Rachel and Bernie if you combine them. If you combine them. I think he beats them by 5,000 viewers. And compared to Megyn Kelly this time last year, Megyn Kelly overall, overall numbers is 27% less than Tucker Carlson's overall numbers and 45% less in the key 25 to 54 demographic. So this time a year ago, Megyn Kelly, the same time slot, same, you know, show, well, not the same show content, but, you know, same one-hour program had half the audience that Tucker Carlson has now in the 25-54 demo. And overall audience, almost 30% less. Maybe... All of these numbers are just blips. They're just blips for this January. Or the American people have smartened up. They've smartened up and decided they're not going to be forced fed liberal politics anymore. They're not going to be told you have to do A, B, C, or D. Because if you don't, we're going to shame you. We're going to browbeat you. We're going to do everything in our power to make you afraid to go out in public. Because if you go out in public and somebody sees you and they know what you stand for or what you believe, they're going to egg you. They're going to they're going to shame. They're going to do everything in their power. So you better Get on our side, or you'll never have a peaceful life again. So it seems like the American people are just getting a little tired of that. 
And after this past, well, this past eight years, that's what it's been. But this election cycle, these past 15, 16 months, it's literally been a full-on assault. Been a full-on assault. So there's the numbers. There's a little taste of the numbers, of the CNN numbers, of Tucker Carlson's numbers, and a little glimpse into why the media is very upset. This didn't just happen out of the blue. This happened because of Trump. And I know they don't want to admit it, but it's the truth. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. All right, listen to me. We're going to take a quick break. Okay? A real quick break. So don't get all emotional. Real quick break, and we'll be right back. And I want to talk about uh, the Democrats' new word, and it's called the resistance. I, I kid you not. I thought this was a joke when I heard about it last night. And then I did a little Googling. All right. I did a little Googling. And then I found out that it's not a joke, that this is legit. Democrats are legit using the word resistance. So let's just take a quick break. Just quick. We're going to, real quick, it's going to be like two seconds, all right? We're going to play a little Baked Alaska, I think. We got, we still got the Baked Alaska um, music on the, uh, on the soundboard here. So, it, real quick, just real quick. It's Rob Zakari, it's Rob Zakari Show. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on iHeartRadio and Spreaker, iTunes also. All right, it's Rob Zakari. Uh, don't go away. Yeah. Uh. Build a wallet, just got ten feet higher. Build a wallet, just got ten feet strong. Build a wallet, just got ten feet higher. And build and build and build and just build a Build and build and build and just build the wall 
We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Zakari, it's Rob Zakari Show. Yes, that was uh, build the wall and make it 10 feet higher. Build the wall and make it 10 feet strong. And make Mexico pay for it. Well, they'll owe us for it, okay? They'll owe us for it. <laughs> they'll owe us for it. I like when people are like, well, can you believe you told them? Oh, I thought they are going to Listen, rather, you know, they, they give us the money. Now or they give it to us in two months, uh, two years, three years. doesn't matter as long as you give us the money. <laughs> All right, so yesterday, I'm driving in, in the car. I had to go get some uh, – I had to get food. All right, I had to go get some, some, some food. All right? And I go to Vaughn's, just threw it out there. I don't know where you live. If you have a Vaughn's, if you're on the East Coast, you probably have Wegmans. If you're from New York, you got Wegmans. We got Vaughn's. Hey, we got Ralph's, but I go to Vaughn's. I like Vaughn's. I know everybody at Vaughn's. Anyways, a lot of times when I'm driving there at night, I'll put on um, Megan McCain. I know, I know. Megan McCain, ugh, but I told you, I listen and watch everything as far as the other side. I don't just sit there and watch O'Reilly. That's retarded. If you're going to do what I do, you need to watch and listen to what Meadow is saying. You have to listen to what Matthews is saying, and Cooper, and Cuomo. You got to. You, you got to. If you're going to have a, a, a remotely entertaining show, you need to hear what they're all saying. So I do the same with talk radio. And Megan McCain is not a conservative. She's not a Republican. She's nothing more than... But trust fund baby. I mean, if you think about it, she is who she is, and she's only in where she's at because of McCain, because of her dad, because of McCain. That's it. She's a horrible, horrible radio host. She's a horrible TV personality. She's hor- She's just horrible. But nonetheless. She's talking to some liberal douchebag on her show. Because that's what she does. Like I said, we're, we're now in a, in a time where the thing that determines if you're a conservative or a, a liberal is abortion. So because she's against abortion, she's a conservative and she's a Republican. Oh, okay. But everything else, she's a liberal douchebag on. And she has liberal douchebags on her show, not to debate issues, but to let them spew their douchebag liberal agenda. So she's talking to this woman last night who's just still all distraught over Hillary Clinton losing, you know, and the girls spewing out. It's Comey. It's the Russians. It's everybody but Hillary. It's everybody but the Democrats. Because just like a good liberal douchebag, they're never wrong. 
They're, they're never wrong. Everything they do is right. Everything they say is right. Everything they believe is right. They could do no wrong. And if it's the same set of circumstances, same situation, you're wrong, but they're right. Even though it's the exact same stuff, doesn't matter. Because the circumstances, the stuff involving them is right. And nothing more evident of that than this whole uh, CNN, Jim Acosta dust up. And I don't want to get too beaten off here. <laughs> beaten off. Ah, I don't want to get too off course here. Because that we'll talk about in the next segment. But the liberal douchebag is talking to Megan about the tweet that Megan sent. Where she talked about Meryl Streep and... How, uh, whatever that uh, half-assed comedian, I, I don't know if he's a YouTube star or whatever the hell he is, but sent her like 15 tweets, calling her names and so forth and so on. So anyways, so her and the girl were talking about why can't people from the left and people from the right uh, just have uh, dialogue and they might disagree. But regardless, disagree without calling each other names. And so the liberal douchebag started to say, I know people on the right don't like Trump. A lot of people don't like Trump. He didn't win the popular vote. And we need to reach out to them. We need to reach out to them. And, and and have them join the resistance movement. And I'm like, well, I, I literally had to, like, pull over. I'm, resistance movement? What? <laughs> what? And she goes, the resistance movement. As we get together and our force, forces, resistance. Who is this, Terminator? What what am I listening to? The John Connors resistance forces? That's like out of the Terminator. Are liberals literally talking about Terminator movies? The resistance movement? Resistance forces? Is this the most ludicrous thing you've ever heard? I, I, I mean, I get it. Back in the day, Tea Party Group, the Tea Partiers, the Tea Baggers, ha ha ha, testicles in your face, I get it, I, 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 yeah, I get it, very funny, it's kind of silly for Republicans to do the whole Tea Bag, Tea Party, nobody clued him into what tea bagging was, but calling yourself the resistance movement, the resistance force, something that is associated with Terminator and John Connors and every wacky sci-fi movie that's ever been created. 
I mean, at least the Tea Party, you know, Colonial, the the, the British uh, uh, the invasion, Boston Tea Party. Like, it's like our history. You know, teabagging is just something that was <laughs> was named, you know, a few years ago. It's not like teabagging uh, was around uh, 10, 20 years. Well, yes, teabagging was around <laughs> 10, 20 years ago, but the name teabagging wasn't around 10, 20 years ago. At least I don't ever remember it, (laughs) you know, but a science fiction (laughs) group, we are the resistance. (laughs) We are, who's John Connors? Who's the John Connors of the group? (laughs) Who's the John Connors? Of the who is it? Michael Moore? Is Michael Moore the John Connors of the resistance forces? <laughs> who, who is it? <laughs> who is it? <laughs> who's who's the John Connors for the Democrats resistance forces? Who is it? I, it, it? The most and 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 it's funny because Megan McCain, she's like, uh huh, yeah, uh huh, okay, yeah. Like, what are you? Nothing. There's just no pushback. All right, this is Megan McCain, and uh, you're listening to American Island. Oh God, oh God, why, why? The resistance forces. The resistance forces. This is, I'm not, I'm telling you, I'm not making it up. Google it. Google it. Resistance forces. That's the Democrat. So you got resistance forces against the Tea Party. Or, or, that's old. That's outdated. That was, that, forget that. The alt-right versus the resistance forces. So you've got John Connors against Pepe the Frog. (laughs) And that's all created by the Democrats. It's all created by the Democrats. When Rachel Maddow does 25 minutes talking about the dangers of the evil Pepe the Frog. And we talked about it on the show before. I never knew that Pepe the Frog, I never even knew what the hell Pepe the Frog was. I actually, when I saw the frog, I thought it was the reptilian creature from the movie They Live, starring Roddy Roddy Piper, directed by John Carpenter. I thought that, like, it was like the... Lizard guy or Land of the Lost. Remember the lizards and Land of the Lost? That's what I thought it was. I didn't know there was this deep meaning and that frog was was a Nazi. And I'm like watching this Rachel Maddow. I'm like, wow, she's spending a lot of time. And then you go online and you see Pepe the Frog as Nicki Minaj and you see Pepe the Frog as... Uh, uh, Paris Hilton, and he was like, "What do you? How did we go from here? 
Liberals created it. Like, they didn't create Pepe the Frog, but they created this aura of Nazis and this, the, the frog means Nazis. So the minute you see the frog, no matter what, it means Hitler. And so you got the Pepe the Frog being equal to Hitler, and you got John Connors and the resistance force. And big fat Michael Moore with his stupid hat and that affliction old white dudes get. As they get old, they start looking like women. Talking about, we got to get the resistance force. We got to get it. Got to get the resistance forces. We got to get, you got to stay. <laughs> and soon we'll be, <laughs> we'll be, we'll be. Just assaulted by Bill Maher. So together, Bill Maher and Michael Moore can do their thing. But anyways, it's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. We got to be careful the resistance forces, guys. Got to be careful the resistance forces. Because I guess if they're the resistance forces, we are Skynet. I guess we are Skynet. <laughs> we are Skynet. So... We'll be right back real quick after uh, these fascinating words from our favorite loser of the presidential election, Hillary Rodham Clinton. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> hot sauce. Hot sauce in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Hot really? sauce. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Now, listen, yeah. I want you to know people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. Again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not? So, seriously, hot sauce. I've been, I've been eating a lot of hot sauce. A lot of. Uh, Raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You right. might need to slow down. A I need, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Scary. It's Rob Scary Show. Don't forget, guys, to listen to us on Spreaker.com. Well, you could, you, you got to go to Spreaker and then punch in the Rob Scary Show. Don't forget, you can listen to us. On Blog Talk Radio, you punch in the com. You can listen to us on iTunes. Punch in the RobZakariShow.com. Uh, we're also on uh, YouTube. And, of course, we're on iHeartRadio. So go there, and you can listen to the program. It's Rob Zakari. It's the Rob Zakari Show. All right, a couple other interesting and funny things. But, footnote. Do you realize, my liberal douchebag friends, let's just say, just say, for the sake of argument, Donald Trump, in two months, gets impeached. Let's just say that. Let's just say. Do you realize that Mike Pence would be the president of the United States? 
Do you realize that no matter how much bitching, no matter how much whining, no matter how much of a resistance force is put up, Hillary Clinton will never, ever, ever be president of the United States. Do you realize that? Liberal hipster douchebags. Do you realize that? As much crying, as much whining, as much carrying on, Hillary Clinton will never be president of the United States. So you can take Trump out. God bless you. But that doesn't change the fact that Hillary Clinton and the Democrat agenda will never be in the White House again. Once Jeff Sessions becomes Attorney General, once Obamacare is repealed, The legacy of Barack Hussein Obama is going to be erased. Erased. Gone. Forever. And as fast as things happen in this country, and as fast as people move on, To the next situation. Obama. Is going to be that. Pimple. That boil. That just had to be popped. Because Obama represents. Liberals. He represents. An era. An eight year span. Of when liberals and an agenda that is so far outside of the normal Democrat agenda. Everything he represents, everything that he stands for, and everything that every single one of his minions pushed will be gone and erased for. Ever. And somehow, my liberal douchebag friends seem to think that if Trump is gone, that all of a sudden, Hillary Clinton becomes president. All of a sudden, Democrats take over the White House. Donald Trump was a vessel. That's what he was. Donald Trump was a vessel. Donald Trump was the weapon. Donald Trump was the ends. 
As they say, the ends justify the means. Liberalism, Democrats are dead. We slayed Goliath. And no matter how much bitching and whining and crying... Celebrities making music videos to I Will Survive is never going to bring Hillary Clinton into the White House. You could get rid of Trump and Mike Pence is there to step in, but not Hillary. Not Bernie. Obama liberalism slash Clinton Hillary liberalism is dead. To me, I'm going to be honest with you. It's like a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl. And they finally get there. And they finally win. Because winning it that one time. Bringing a championship. To that organization the one time was what it was all about. Wasn't about two-peating and three-peating and four-peating and breaking this record and breaking that record. It was about winning that championship. And that's what this election was about for me. It was about winning and beating Hillary Clinton. Smashing and crushing the liberal agenda. I didn't give a crap who did it. Ultimately, it's Trump. He was my first choice. But rather it was Cruz, who I didn't necessarily like. Jeb Bush, who I despised. Anybody but Hillary Clinton. Anybody. And for me now, anything that happens, eh, it is what it is. As long as it's not Hillary Clinton. That's it. I won the Super Bowl. Oh, don't you want to repeat? Eh, we're going to try like hell to repeat. But you know what? If we lose 16 games next year... I'm all good. I got my ring. I got my ring. And that's what it is. Hillary Clinton did not win to look at her for four years. We don't have to look at celebrities like Emma Stone and Meryl Streep in and out of the White House. 
We got to see people like Seth Meyers and Lena Dunham effing crying. Seth Meyers cry. I was sitting there with my with my wife. Yes, yes, you scumbag. Watching Miley Ray Cyrus cry into that cell phone was the gr- it was the gr- it was the sensation like no other sensation. I described it as having a 24-hour orgasm. You know that tantra stuff where you come inside yourself? You know, like you just say, oh. People are like, I just came for 19 straight. That's what it was like. Watching all of those liberal hipster douchebags on election night huddled in that arena crying <laughs> with their Hillary Clinton sh- it was an orgasm I could care less what happens now seriously now I know I'm being extreme some of you are like Rob come on man I- I'm being extreme but to an extent I'm not as long as it's not a Democrat and Hillary I'm happy as F. As long as I could tune in to late night TV and see the Seth Meyers and the Colbert's and the Bill Mars and the John Oliver's crying and whining and bitching, it's an orgasm. It's a, it's a, it's a constant orgasm. It's all it is. So, my friends, my liberal douchebag friends, you lost. You lost. And not, it, it's, and I don't mean to be over the top morbid and then we're going to move on. But it's like what somebody says. They died. So-and-so died. And no matter how many operations we perform, how much CPR we perform, they died. There's no bringing them back. They're in God's hands. There's nothing we could do. It's over. It's finished. It's final. They died. That's Hillary Clinton. No matter how much of a resistance is put up, no matter how many John Lewis's say Donald Trump is illegitimate, no matter how many Putin references, no matter how many late night talk shows talk about golden showers, Hillary Clinton will never, ever become president of the United States. The liberal Democrat agenda is dead. It's Rob Scary. It's Rob Scary Show. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. It's Rob Scary, Rob Scary Show. Yes, that was uh, Avenge Sevenfold. I'm not too old to listen to cool music, okay? I'm not that old. I'm only 43. Jesus. I got people over here saying, uh, boy, boy, that's, that's like young people music. It ain't that young people music. Stop. 43. They were around when I was 33, okay? Jeez. <laughs> Stop. It's not like I'm listening to, uh, uh, I don't know. Who, <laughs> who just came out? I, who? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't. All right. Um, how were we? I wanted to talk about. Uh, God, I got a whole list of stuff. I'm just trying to think. We got the celebrity song. We kind of talked. We already talked about that, about the crying. And nothing they could do is going to bring them back to... Going to bring them back. Let me see. Oh, you guys saw Blackish last night, right? I mean, that didn't surprise you, did it? That they would say uh, a vote. Wanda Sykes, go figure, would say uh, a vote for Trump is a vote for racism. I'm telling you, it sucks. It sucks that the media is is doing this. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. I like watching TV. (laughs) I do. I like watching uh, you know, certain shows. I told you, I, I I love the Goldbergs. I love the Goldbergs. But to listen to Patton Oswald because he does the voiceover. And it was the uh, 1980 and something, and we were all in it. And, and I just know he's such a liberal, big-mouth douchebag. And throughout the primaries and then the election was just running his 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 douchebag wife murdering. Uh, I'm sorry, alleged. I don't know if he murdered his wife. I don't know. Now, it's alleged that he murdered his wife. That's all I'm saying. It's alleged. Okay. It's alleged. There's been a couple unnamed sources. I even think one person uh, put together a dossier. But it's it's not 35 pages. It's more like 12 pages outlining um, Patton Oswald murdering his wife. You be decide. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. You judge. That's all I'm saying. But to listen to him makes me want to turn off the Goldbergs. And I love the show. So these celebrities are, are they're, they're killing us. They, they are. They, they're killing us. You too? I, I can't listen to you too anymore. Just that image of Bono 
crying and whining and ugh. And then Edge is running his mouth. It's like I can't even listen to you two anymore. So I listen to you two, and then I just think of everything they did during the election, and I just I got to turn off the music. So I, I, I hate, I, I do, I hate, I hate, I hate, hate, hate when the celebrities are jumping in like this, as hard as they are, because it makes me not to watch or listen to their stuff, and that sucks. It's just like when Kellogg's did the thing with Breitbart, I had to go with the boycott. And one of the things that I get from Kellogg's is this oat bran. I love this oat bran. Not because it necessarily tastes good, because it keeps me regular. And what that means to my young listeners, when you get old, you have trouble taking a dump. (laughs) Okay? There. I said it. You need a little more fiber. So I, I got to switch breakfast cereal. I got, I got a different cereal now. It's, uh, I don't know, Post Fiber One. I don't know what it is. But I, I don't do my Kellogg's anymore because of the boycott. I had to stay true to the boycott. That's what kills me with the celebrities and that because I like the Goldbergs. I like the Goldbergs. And I did like Blackish. But watching Blackish. And being called a racist, it just, it kills it. You know, it, it, it kills it. it. It kills it. So you're sitting there watching Blackish, and they say, uh, a vote for Trump is a vote for racism. And you're like, oh, great. Well, I've been watching this show since day one. Um, does that mean I'm a ra- like racist? I mean, oh, jeez. So I was like, can't watch it. Even though I like it. Even though I like That's why, listen, that's why these marches and these boycotts, that's why none of this stuff works. It really doesn't. It sounds good and and feels good for a week or two or a month. But eventually it's like, why am I going to inconvenience myself for this? Like, cause listen, I, I don't want to admit it, but I'm sure eventually I'll go back to eating my oat bran. Cause ultimately I want to take a dump normally. You know, I want to take a normal dump. I don't want to have to consume seven gallons of coffee and nine gummy fiber things. I had you know the the brand, and then it's get out gone. So eventually, I know I'll I'll break it. Just like eventually, every douchebag celebrity, after their agent or studio goes, hey, listen, uh, our numbers are down. What? What do you mean? Our numbers are down. Well, what's that mean? Well, before you turn into this big mouth douchebag, we were at 50. Now, since you've opened your mouth and you've become a big mouth douchebag, you're at 
40. Oh, but it's it's only a, a you know a, a 10 point drop. Uh yeah, but unless you're going to alter your lifestyle by the 10 point drop, you need those 10 points. And then eventually that celebrity will go, "Oh, well, I don't want to not take my private plane." I don't event I what? Okay, I'm gonna shut my mouth. Eh, eventually happen. I don't know when that is, but it will happen. Eventually it happens. Because nobody wants uh, the one thing about Americans, and it's the greatest country in the world, greatest people in the world, but we're lazy and we're spoiled. And I mean lazy, not lazy. Uh, like we don't want to work. That that's BS. That's a liberal BS thing. I mean, lazy like. Uh, you want me to get up and go march again? For what? What am I doing? Ugh! You want me to go get three different brand products because I gotta boycott this one brand product? Ugh! See, we, eventually it's like, so maybe it's not so much late. It's inconvenient. We don't like to be inconvenienced. We don't like to be inconvenienced. So eventually, people will flip. But anyways, let's talk about the media and this funny disconnect. Between CNN and calling them fake news by Trump and this bizarre outrage by the left and them saying this is an attack on journalism. This is an attack on journalists. This has never been done before. This is a dangerous precedent. And when Don Lemon gets all outraged and says, with Donald Trump like being called a fake president, this weird short-term memory that they all have as it pertains to Fox. I'm going to bring your attention to an article that was in the New York Times and this is a while ago in 2009. Okay? October 22nd, 2009. Now, let me just read you a little. Late last month, senior White House advisor David Axelrod and Roger Ailes, chairman and chief executive of Fox News, met in an empty Palm Steakhouse before it opened for the day. Neutral ground secured for a secret meeting. Mr. Ailes, who had reached out to Mr. Axelrod to address rising tensions between the network and the White House. So quick. So quick. The Seth Meyers and the CNNs and the rest of the left 
seem to forget. So quick. I mean, Seth Meyers the other night, because, you know, he's the new John Oliver, uh, Bill Maher, John Stewart, did a whole segment talking about what Trump did to CNN and Jim Acosta was dangerous and it's an attack on free press and the free press and the media and they're supposed to check power and blah, 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 blah. Forgetting that back in 08 and 09, Obama and the Obama administration was engaged in a battle with Fox News. Mr. Ailes, who had reached out to Mr. Axelrod to address rising tensions between the network and the White House, told him that Fox reporters were fair, if tough, and should be considered separate from the Fox communicators, uh, commentators who were skewering President Obama nightly. Mr. Axelrod said it was the view of the White House that Fox News had blurred the line between news and an anti-Obama advocacy. Again, it all sounds familiar, but the left forgets this. The left forgets this. By the following weekend, well, actually, then there's a little opinion thing. Uh, What both men took to be the start of frank but productive dialogue proved in retrospect, more akin to a round of pre-Pearl Harbor peace talks between the United States and Japan. So here the New York Times is equating Fox and the Obama White House as being Pearl Harbor, Japan, and the United States. In the last three days, all we've been hearing about is this unprecedented, unprecedented Donald Trump, Jim Acosta, CNN fight. Unprecedented. A dangerous precedent. I even seen Republican big mouth pundits. Rather, it's Essie Cup. The Rick Wilson, Richard Steele, or Michael Steele. It's dangerous. Obama did it. Where was the outrage when Obama and David Axelrod, Axelrod was all distraught. Where was the outrage between uh, over Axelrod and Obama going after Fox.
So the article goes on. By the following weekend, officials at the White House had decided that, if anything, it was time to take the relationship to an even more confrontational level. Burr. Executives at other news organizations, including New York Times, had publicly said that their newsrooms had not been fast enough in following stories that Fox News, to the administration's chagrin, had been heavily covering through the summer and early fall. Namely, past statements and affiliations of the White House advisor, Van Jones, that ultimately led to his resignation and questions surrounding the community activist group, ACORN. So here's Van Jones purposely freezing Fox News out. And we got to watch Seth Meyers and every other liberal douchebag in the media talk about a dangerous precedent, something that's never been done before. And Don Lemon going, how'd you like it if I called you, Mr. President-elect, fake president? You can't do that to us. This is wrong. This is dangerous. Look what Obama did. Look what Obama did. To the point where the White House described Fox as not a news network. That's no different than Trump saying CNN, your fake news. It's the exact same thing. The White House saying Fox is not a news network. How is that any different? My liberal, hipster, douchebag friends, please tell me. That's all I want to know. How is this? If anything, if anything it's different. Because Trump's president-elect, he's not the president yet. He don't take office for another, I don't know, eight days? What's the 20th, right? He actually takes uh, office almost on the day my kid is born. So if anything, what Obama did was worse because Obama was the president. He's already the president. He's already the president, and his people are saying Fox is not a news network. Jesus Christ. And all we hear and see this week is what Donald Trump did was horrible, what Donald Trump did was bad, what Donald Trump did. And it was Acosta that was actually accosting the president-elect. It was CNN making themselves part of the story because their ratings suck. And they needed people to go to their site and go to their network because everybody is tuning them off. And so everybody had this fake rage, this fake outrage. When Obama and the Obama White House labeled Fox as not a news network. 
And you had other people in the media backing Trump or backing Obama up. Maddow, at the time, Oberman, uh, Maureen Dowd, Frank Rich, Bob Herbert. They all echoed it. So Maddow and the New York, they, they, New York Times, they all echoed it. Or Maureen Dowd, Bob Herbert. So I even think this is when the New York Times wasn't as... Well, they, they, they're still partisan, but not as bad as they are now. But regardless, you had liberals, you had the media saying, hey, Obama's right. Obama's right. Fox is not a news network. And then at one point, at a Treasury Department, so that they were in a sign of discomfort with the White House's stances, Fox's television news competitors. And this is the only time it was done. Refused to go along with the Treasury Department effort on Thursday to exclude Fox from a round of interviews with the executive Pazar Kenneth R. Feinberg. That was to be conducted with a pool camera crew shared by all the networks. And that's when a few of the, and it was really only because it was a pool. It was really only because it was a bunch, you know, they had to share footage. But nobody said a word before that. Now, this is an article in the paper of record, because that's what they call the New York Times, the paper of record. The paper of record. This notion that what Trump did was unprecedented and some attack on journalism and free speech and is this what it's going to be like in the White House and oh my god well listen Obama did the exact same thing okay Obama and David Axelrod did the exact same thing except They were in the White House. Trump is president-elect. So this fake outrage is kind of getting tiring. I mean, it really is. This fake outrage. And that is a story. How many times have you heard Obama mention Fox? Fox News, Fox News, Fox News, Fox News, Fox, Fox. We talked about this yesterday. I think you could probably come out 
and put together a, a tape. I know they've done it with uh, um, Hannity, but you could do it with just Fox. Obama's used them in his last eight years probably a hundred times in different speeches, in different uh, complaints. Here, Rolling Stone magazine, okay? He compared Fox News... to a newspaper that was owned by William Randolph Hearst at the turn of the 20th century. The media tightens own political views. And he quoted, this is quoted, and said, Fox News is destructive to America's long-term growth. Is that attacking a news agency? How is what Obama has done for the last eight years different than when Trump gets into a fight with Jim Acosta or or CNN – Or any other media outlet for Obama. So when somebody goes, oh, can you believe Trump said they are fake news? Can you believe Trump said they're garbage? Oh, how could he do? Well, Obama said Fox is destructive to America's long-term growth telling you this alternate universe that we are forced to live in. Because again, just because Obama and the liberals don't control the White House, we're still subjected to this alternate reality, this alternate universe. And And I get it. Whenever we're doing something, I get the emails and they come in. Or uh, on our the 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 Instagram or what's whatever what's the one feed uh, the Periscope and, and I'll see someone with an egg, which means they're anonymous, they're nothing, and they'll spout off liberal douchebag views that are liberal douchebag bubble views because they'll hear this bit I'm doing. And they'll hear the New York Times article, and they'll say, well, that's different, because CNN is news. Fox isn't. Fox just shills for the Republicans. Well, what does CNN do? They shill for Democrats. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't shill for Democrats. No, they don't. They do. No, they don't. Okay. So your opinion is the right opinion. Your view is the right view. Yep. Okay. Can't argue with that. 
You can't argue with that. You can't argue with somebody who believes that Fox News is not news and they're just a shill for Republicans versus MSNBC, which is news. CNN, which is news. So once you've established in this person's mind that CNN is news and MSNBC is news and ABC is news and NBC is news, then what Obama said and Obama did back in 2009 isn't the same as Trump. Because Obama was ostracizing and going to war with Fox, which isn't real news. How do you argue with that? It's impossible to argue with that. Impossible. Literally impossible to argue with that. Now, if you're a rational, intelligent, non-hipster, liberal douchebag... You're able to say, eh, what Trump is doing is no different than what Obama did. There. It's just like when I say everything that Democrats are doing to Trump, as far as the whole he's not legitimate, Russian hacking, James Comey, is what they're doing as retribution and payback. Because of Trump and the whole birther thing. But if you talk to a liberal that's in the douchebag bubble, they go, no, it's not. What are you talking about? No, it's not. These are real issues. Okay. They can't argue with a liberal hipster. It's impossible. They live in this weird bubble. It's just, it's an L.A., it's a California, New York bubble. It really is. And I deal with it every day because I'm in Los Angeles. So I deal with people like that every day. And I'm from New York. I was born in New York. So I get it. So Obama goes on in this article. And this article didn't get a lot of press. Didn't get a lot of press. They talked about it, but it it didn't get a 24-hour, 48-hour, every program, nonstop. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe President Obama is is attacking one of the news outlets? It didn't get that. So he goes on, folks like Hearst, who use their newspapers very intentionally to promote their viewpoints. I think Fox is part of that tradition. It is part of the tradition that has a very clear, undeniable point of view. Opposed to what? NBC? MSNBC? The Washington Post? Newsweek? CNN? Really? Barack? 
See what I'm saying? The bubble. We had folks like Hearst who used their newspapers very intentionally to promote their viewpoints. Hmm. NBC doesn't use their network to promote their viewpoints. Jeff Bezos doesn't use the Washington Post to... Are you kidding me? See, uh, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't use Facebook. To push his viewpoints? Come on. Come on, man. When you're just watching a TV show and out of the clear, just out of the blue, a character's introduced who's like a black tranny whose mom uh, happens to be a Muslim. Seriously. And you're like, wow, where did this come from? That's not pushing a point of view. That's not pushing an agenda. Just randomly. Just doesn't go along with the story. I don't care if you do a story or a show about uh, a, a tranny family. Okay, cool. Or a gay family or a Muslim. Whatever. That's your show. But where you just have somebody randomly inserted. And it's not a fish out of the water show where it's like, oh, this would be a funny show. The Tranny in a small town in Georgia. No. I, I just ran, you're just watching the show. Like Nashville. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, a tranny pops up. Hi. How are ya? You're like, what the? Why, what did this happen? What, when, when did, when did, when did cross-dressers roll? I, like, how did just, I, what is, I like that, uh, the bubble. It's the Obama liberal bubble. Fox does it. Conservatives do it. We don't do it. What do you mean you don't do it? What? What do you? What do you mean you don't do it? When you're trying to watch Jennifer Lawrence talk about her boobs on a late night talk show, and all of a sudden they get into this political Republican Trump bashing. What's that? What is that stupid? Obama goes on. Fox News pushes a point of view that I disagree with. It's a point of view that I think is ultimately destructive for the long-term growth of this country. We have a vibrant middle class, and we are competitive in the world. So, again, how is what Obama is doing, what Obama is saying, with the rest of the media is all clapping for, any different than when Trump goes, hey, CNN, Fake news. And everybody goes, oh. They clutch their pearls. Oh, no. How could you say that? That isn't a, we, we know what you're doing. We know what you're doing. And then all these articles are what Trump is doing. He's trying to, to, 
to delegitimize the media. So that way, anytime they do any fact-checking or anytime they do anything like that, he could just point to them and remind people fake news. Well, here's Obama talking about Fox saying they're fake news. They're destructive to America. So would he say to everybody in the country, hey, if you listen or watch Fox, it's a propaganda network. The stuff that they're saying is destructive for this country. How is that any different? than anything that Trump has done involving the media. How is that any different? It's not. It's not. Obama, Axelrod, this White House have gone after Fox for eight years. And Obama's doing it as recently as two months ago with this Rolling Stone article. And I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one that no one wants to talk about. Again, Obama is is like, well... Before it was Bill Clinton. Before the liberals had Bill Clinton. So it was like, we know he's just a dirty sex addict freak, but we can't attach ourselves to Jimmy Carter. He was a failure. He was a a complete and utter failure. Well, now they got Obama. F you, Hillary. F you, Bill. We got Obama. Obama's going to be doing all of those spots that you used to do. He's going to be the guy that we pull out at the convention. He's going to be the guy. He's the guy. So when you see all the media clutching their pearls over what Trump did to Jim Acosta at CNN... They ignore all this stuff with Obama and Fox News and, and, and they're not talking about when Obama was campaigning. He kicked three newspaper reporters off his chartered airplane. He got into a beef with three newspapers. Why? Because they all were critical of Obama and all of them endorsed John McCain. So when you hear the media Talk about Trump being childish and petty. How could he do that to Katie, 
turd. How can he do that? And what kind of president? What? Here's Obama throwing the reporters for the Dallas Morning News, the Washington Times, and the New York Post all off his chartered plane. Why? Because they all wrote critical articles about Obama and they all endorsed John McCain. And you want to know what Axelrod and the Obama campaign said? No, 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 no. We only kicked him off the plane because we were lacking space. Oh. So the liberals go, see? Obama didn't do that because he was petty. They lack space. Oh, so they la- they happen to lack space for just three reporters, and those three reporters happen to be three reporters that did articles that were critical of Obama, and those three endorsed John McCain. Yeah. It's all just a coincidence. Gotcha. Got you, liberal bubble. Okay. And they're all outraged. How could Trump do that? Is that what it's going to be like in the White House? We've never had anything like that. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Obama was booting reporters from his campaign plane back in 08. Obama's been on a anti-Fox News rant for the last eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The, yeah. You, the, my, my, my hipster liberal douchebag friend. Yes. Obama did it. So shut the F up. It's Rob Zuccari. It's Rob Zuccari Show. All right. It's 930. Guys. We're done for the night. I know, I know. Don't be sad. Don't despair. We will be back Monday, and I might be back with a little baby boy in my arms. Because you know I'm going to bust him out. Bust him out. <laughs> I, I don't mean it like that. Like, he's like, you know, I'm going to bust out that that new T-shirt I got. I didn't mean it like that, but when he's born, I am going to. I'll have him right here. I'm going to show you all. I'm going to be like, look how badass he is. He's cool as hell. He's cool as hell, cute as hell. I'm going to get a little Trump shirt for him. (laughs) Remember what? I know I'm getting sidetracked off our closing plugs, but remember when Trump autographed the baby's arm? Wasn't that great? (laughs) Wasn't that great? He autographed the baby's arm. This is awesome. All right. You guys are the best. Don't forget, man. We'll be back here Monday, 7 o'clock, doing the same. It's 7 o'clock. Those of you who are on the East Coast, it's 7 o'clock West Coast time. That means it's 10 o'clock East Coast time. I know. So it's 1230 to my East Coast friends. And some of you are like, dude, it's too late to watch you. Jesus Christ, it's, this is forever. You can download us. You can go to Spreaker, you can download the show. You can go to iTunes, you can download the show. You can go to iHeartRadio, you can download the show. 
okay? You can go to uh, Blog Talk Radio. You could download the show. You could go to all these places and download the show. So if you don't want to stay up to the, to the wee hours of the night, no problem. Download the show. We are the best conservative radio slash podcast slash internet talk show out there today. That's my opinion. Okay? It's my opinion. But we're definitely better than Glenn Beck, that jerk off. All right? Way better than Glenn Beck. Anyways, be back here uh, Monday, 7 p.m. That's West Coast time. You guys are the greatest. Uh, Thank you for being here as always. We'll see you then. You rule. You rock. Be good. Be safe this weekend. Don't take me wooden nickels. Uh, Be wary of any radical Islamic terrorists and Mexican drug lords. All right. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.